Hello, and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. Hope you're having a great week. Jill and I are actually out of town for a little bit, so this uh, recording will sound a little bit different than the regular recording, but wanted to bring you a podcast this week. This is episode 101. Last week was episode 100. If you didn't get a chance to check that one out, it's a synthesis of the interview that we did with Coach Peter Scales to improve your mind. Highly recommend you check out episode 100. And if you like that, then go back to the episodes referenced there, episodes 9 and thereafter. Our interview with Coach Peter Scales is an excellent interview or excellent content about your mind and how to get your mind in a better shape. One other quick note before we jump into the podcast today. So this morning, uh, Jill was uh, doing some exercise and she reminded me, hey, why don't you spend a few minutes doing some exercise? I'm going to highly recommend to you today, as soon as you get done with this podcast, unless you're on your way to play pickleball already, spend five or 10 minutes, find a five minute workout on YouTube, get on it and do it. Whatever it is, legs, arms, doesn't matter. Do something for yourself and you'll feel better for sure. And one last note I wanted to share with you. We are now publishing videos at the Into Pickle YouTube channel every Monday at 2 p.m. So make sure that you're subscribed and you've clicked off the little, they have that little bell button on there. If you put the bell button, you'll get a notification from YouTube when our videos go live. But look for them every Monday at 2 p.m. on Into Pickle on YouTube. And you'll continue growing as a pickleball player. All right, and this week we're going to talk about two things. We're going to talk during the main section. I'm going to talk to you about the word no and how the word no is potentially holding you back. And then in the riff, I'm going to answer a, an email that our friend Mike sent about falling behind early in games. In other words, like starting off always like behind in a game. So like one six and then having to come back from there if possible. And so we'll talk about digging that hole or trying to avoid digging that hole and playing better pickleball. Pickleball, like life, has inflection points. Those times when the light bulbs just go on and you see everything better. It's the same with pickleball. Sometimes those light bulbs will go on and you're going to play better. If you're ready to turn on the lights of Pickleball, join us inside the Pickleball system. Class is open for registration. It's only a limited amount of time. I don't know when you're listening to the podcast, so I can't tell you exactly when, but it's pretty soon. I'm going to put a link below. Go to thepickleballsystem.com and join us for our next class. Let CJ and I show you how to turn on the lights. We'll see you in class. I was reminded by a viewer to our Into Pickle channel of the power of the word no. This was in a comment to our recent video regarding the non-volley zone and understanding how to play with a non-volley zone. And what the viewer correctly pointed out to me was that I, I was using the term no or don't know or you know things that are negative in that video probably too much. And there's another way of presenting it that would have been a more positive way of presenting that information. And it reminded me, and I, I agreed with the viewer. I said in the comment, in the reply to the comment, I said, I agree with what you're saying. It's a work in progress, and I'll, I will continue to, to look out for that. And what it reminded me of is the power of the word no and, and don't and things like that. And there's a couple of different ways that I wanted to address it in today's podcast, because I think that's a word that we overutilize in our own, with ourselves, in our own minds as we talk to ourselves. And there's two different ways that I think it can hurt and, and it can hurt and then potentially not help. The first one is, you know, when, when we keep on saying don't do this and don't do that, we're focusing on the negative of whatever it is. Right. So it's like instead of looking at the positive and, and what we should be doing, we're focusing on the negative. So like, for instance, it would be, you know, don't eat that piece of cake as opposed to, yes, eat that, you know, that 
handful of almonds or something that's a more positive thing, a more positive way of doing it. So we're looking at the thing that we shouldn't do, focusing on the negative instead of focusing on the positive that will replace the negative. And there was a video that I came across um, in uh, it's a, a content creator that I like. Uh, she does um, a lot of uh, body flow and things like that. And that's what I've been doing more in terms of my exercise, my personal exercise. And that's what she does. And she was talking about how she uses she tries to use positive reinforcement every day or positive um, positive way of looking at things every day. And what she tries to do is not positive in the in the in the mushy way, which is nothing wrong with that, but it's positive in the actual, I'm going to do a positive thing for myself. As an example, she focuses on her protein intake. That's very important to her. She's very athletic, does a lot of exercise, so a lot of protein intake. So she focuses on, she, she wants to get 110 grams of protein a day. Now, if she does that, the other things that she wants will kind of take care of themselves because, you know, when she looks at a piece of cake, for instance, she didn't, she didn't explain it this way, but I will. When she looks at a piece of cake, um, you know, it doesn't have protein. So that doesn't help her accomplish the objective that she's trying to accomplish. She's not looking at the piece of cake saying, don't eat that. She just says, well, that's not going to get me what I want. I need 110 grams of protein. So what's going to get her protein? The cup of almonds, right? Or the handful of almonds. Same thing with, you know, she does it for her eating. She also does it with her exercise. Uh, you know, she knows for herself, she tries to get a 30 minute walk in. She does one type of, uh, at least one type of, uh, of weight training thing. It can be with your body weight, squats, you know, push-ups, anything like that. And then she does one, uh, one mobility, right? So ankle mobility or, or shoulder mobility or something like that. And what happens is she's building positive uh, reinforcement, right? A positive, uh, by using a positive methodology, she's building a, a framework for herself that allows her to then grow more because she knows that if she does, say she does, you know, 10 or 15 squats, then she can say to herself, you know what, I did those, let me do 10 or 15 of something else. It's, it's, it's more, it's easier to move into something else just by focusing on the one thing or doing the one thing that you said you were going to do. So that's a, a positive way of looking at it as opposed to I don't want to not work. I, I don't want to spend all day in front of the TV or I don't I shouldn't do um, this other thing that I want to do. I shouldn't just rest for an hour, I, you know, as opposed to or even I should do the other thing. It's a positive thing. It's, it's a goal setting thing. And so looking at it from a pickleball standpoint, you know, if you're worried so much about, you know, I shouldn't pop the ball up. Well, first of all, pop ups. Uh, you know, aren't killing your game. Pop-ups happen. They're a natural part of the game. The, the pros pop the ball up, so it's just part of the game. But, you know, instead of saying I shouldn't pop the ball up, maybe look at a more positive thing like, um, you know, I'm going to work on my lateral movement or I'm going to work on my on my swing, right? I'm going to I'm going to focus on getting my swing as compact as possible and looking at it positively will have a better a better impact on you and on your game. The other thing about no that's interesting, and I learned this uh, uh, later on in life, I learned it actually fairly recently, is that apparently our brain is not capable of really processing the word no too well, especially when you're telling it to do something uh, you, you're, that you're trying to avoid. As an example, if you say to yourself, don't miss the serve or don't miss your next shot, what your brain understands is miss your next shot. Like the word don't doesn't apparently compute to your brain in that context. And so not only is it something that is um, that's not going to help you, right? It's actually going to hurt you because now you're telling your brain, miss the next shot. You know, you're planting that into your brain. So rather than saying something like, don't miss the next serve, why not take a positive approach and say, I'm going to aim my serve 
three feet over the net, right in the middle of the box, right? And say you've been missing some serves, you're gonna take a safer serve. Three feet's always good. Middle of the of the box of your target is the safest, but it's a little bit short, so usually we wanna be a little deeper. But you can take it shorter if you've been missing a lot, just make it as safe as you can. Middle of the box, three or four feet above the net, that's about as safe as you can get it. And so look at it from a positive standpoint rather than saying, God, I hope I don't miss this next serve or I don't want to miss the next serve or don't miss the next serve. Say, let me aim my next serve three feet over the net if you're missing them into the net or if they're going wide, I'm going to aim right in the middle. Now you're giving your brain a positive reinforcement, a positive message that'll also get you what you want without the the noise of the negative the noise of the negativity and also as i mentioned the fact that if you say don't miss your serve or don't hit it out what your brain hears is hit it out try and try and switch around your mindset try and catch yourself when you hear hear the words no or don't some some word like that coming out of your mouth or should things like that uh cj likes to say don't should on yourself so Try not to shit on yourself if you can. And so basically, you know, when you find when you hear those words coming out of your mouth or, or popping into your head, see if you can reframe them into a more positive uh, approach. And I think you'll find that you'll end up getting what you want and just feeling better about it. All right. And the riff, we're going to talk about uh, the getting behind, falling behind in games and perhaps give you some tips on how to avoid doing that when you're playing pickleball. Stay tuned for the riff. If you're listening to this podcast, you're a little more serious about your pickleball game than the average bear. When you're looking to improve your game, it sometimes can be difficult to know who to turn to or who to trust. Well, you know you can always trust me, Tony Roy, and CJ Johnson. We are two pickleball professionals dedicated to helping you become the best pickleball player you can be. Let's keep working at it together. Our friend Mike sent me an email that says, Hi, Tony. Struggling with getting behind early in games. Looking for suggestions. He won a silver recently at a tournament in Texas. He says he lost the first game 11 to 1, won the second game 11 to 4, and lost the gold medal match 11 to 8 after trailing 6 0. So if you take that, and he says, looking for help. Thanks, Mike. So if you look at the last, the last uh, game he mentioned, right? right? So that was 11 8. But he was trailing 6-0. So if you if he starts at 6-0 and goes on from then, he's actually winning the next the next set of points 8-5, right? He lost 11-8, but was trailing 6-0. So from the point of 6-0 on, his opponent won five points. Mike won eight points. So it does sound like there's a potential issue there uh, with falling behind early and then having to to get out of that hole to dig out of that hole so let's talk a little bit about the the idea of, of or how to avoid maybe falling behind and getting into the right mindset from go and i'll give you a couple of different tips here one is make sure that you are uh, getting in as full and as intentional of a warm-up as you can what happens is a lot of times and we've talked about this in some other videos and, and podcasts and things like that but you know, like the return of serve is the most important shot in pickleball, but we don't warm it up, at least not enough. The fourth shot uh, is is the second most important shot in pickleball. Most times players start the game without ever, ever hitting a fourth shot. Now, normally a fourth shot is going to be what kind of a shot? Normally it's going to be a volley of some sort, right? It's going to be a punch volley or a block volley. If the first time you're hitting a fourth shot is when the ball is coming your way on the first scoring opportunity by your opponent that's a difficult way to do it 
So you want to make sure that you're getting in a warm-up that is that covers everything that you need in order to play the best you can from go. That includes the mindset. So you need to start getting into your mind how you're going to play the game, how you're going to approach the game. Is there, uh, you know, and don't don't overwhelm yourself. But if there's a couple of areas where you know you need to focus, for instance, um, you need to make sure you're clearing that net. Make sure that when you're warming up, you're getting a nice nice clearance over the net. What you don't want to do is treat the warm up as just, you know, just getting the body warm and 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 not the mind, not getting yourself ready to play and then jumping into the game. Because what will happen is if you're playing a, an, against an opponent who has already gotten their mindset, what will happen is you'll you're, you're already behind the eight ball. Right. They're ready to go. And you're you need some points. Right. Some point play to warm up. It's going to be more difficult for you because you're you're digging that hole for yourself. And then you you're the one that needs to come out from under that hole. There's a really good senior pro player who I've had the opportunity to play against a couple of times, Dan Gingrich. He's also a, a he's also really good with the mental part of the game. He uh, he does some mental coaching and things like that. But what he does is um, he will actually go out onto the court before his tournament match starts, and he will just stand on the court at you know he'll stand on one end of the court and just visualize. So he's basically visualizing himself and the and the points as they play out to get his mind prepared for what's about ready to come now if you're playing rec game and stuff like that you don't need to necessarily do that if like mike you're playing in a tournament then that's not a bad technique right the visualization before the first ball gets hit just a good way to get yourself ready so that you you're the first serve that gets hit you're already primed and ready to play uh to play the game fully if you're playing doubles, what I recommend is as you warm up with your with your partner, because in pickleball is an interesting sport because you actually warm up with your partner different than in a sport like tennis. But if you if you're warming up, you warm up with your partner. What you want to do is play some actual rallies out with your partner in skinny singles. So one of you go back to the you both go back to the baseline. One of you is a server. One's your, one of you is the returner. Play the rally out. That'll get you focused into the sequence of shots that you're going to hit when the rally or when the the uh, the point the game actually begins. So hopefully, with those tips, you can help yourself or help your help avoid uh, falling into that early hole and digging yourself out of it. Hope you enjoyed the podcast this week and that it helps you uh, avoid some negativity, perhaps, and and switch it over to positivity and maybe avoid falling behind in those games and start off on the right foot when you're playing out there. If you enjoyed the podcast, we'd appreciate rating and reviewing it on Apple or Spotify. If you can leave an actually written review if you really like the podcast, that'd be really helpful. Our objective is to get this podcast to as many players as possible. And if you find it helpful, my guess is they probably will too. Have a great week, and we'll see you next time.